0: Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I am your host, Winston Wittis and I am here today with a very special guest. His name is Winston Wittis and he is here by himself this evening, and that's perfectly okay. Actually, Bob the dog is right outside the door, and I am in my cozy studio. chilling. Yeah, I just want to get this podcast going. It's 11.16 p.m. On Wednesday, and I normally have this podcast launched by 8 a.m., and uh, life has just come at me, you know? <laughs> it has. I can't I can't diss it. It is what it is, but all sorts of changes, friends, mostly good, all good, it's all good. So I just wanted to catch you up and check in and all that good stuff. Uh, the big news of the day, of the week, of the year of my life is that I got a job. Yep, I know. I know. It's crazy. It surprised me. I was I was the most surprised of anybody. I think, um, probably Elena was. She was probably the most. She was probably the most excited. And I wasn't excited at first. I was like, man, you know, I've been doing the entrepreneur thing for a long time. Been self employed for a long time. And I usually have always had some kind of consistent day job ish kind of thing, part time, like teaching music or, um, yeah, usually teaching music has kind of always been my thing. And then I, you know, that and DJing. That's the other one. And um, they're both great. I love them both. And it was just time to, to take a break from them. And i was still DJing a couple gigs. I think I mentioned this on a, on a recent podcast. But anyway, I, got, I did get a job. It's a fantastic job. I'm very excited. It combines three of my most favoriteest things. Internet marketing real estate and teaching or coaching or consulting it's a it's kind of a hybrid so i get to teach or i'm sorry consult and coach real estate investors on their online marketing their internet marketing systems and helping them develop their social media presence and it's really exciting i love real estate i get to use all these really cool tools that the company has developed and Their resources, it's uh, Fortune Builders is the name of the company. Well, I actually work for Mind Protein, which is the internet marketing uh, coaching portion of that company. A separate company, but, you know, um, the child, I don't know how you say it. The parent company is Fortune Builders. The company I work for is Mind Protein. Anyway, it's been quite a change to go from my previous... Self-employed lifestyle and scheduling to a literal nine to five job, and it has taken some getting used to. It's great. Everybody there is fantastic. I'm very happy. Um, I do have to wake up earlier, and that's that's its own special challenge. But I've been I've been doing good. I've been making it happen. Uh, it was a little cranky last week. A little. <laughs> little slow on the get go but that's okay. I've been going to bed early and and I've been fall asleep early. So uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the same thing but not really falling asleep on the couch isn't going to bed, but at some point sometimes the couch just becomes a bed. We've got a really comfortable couch I like to sleep on it. Anyway, I just I've been tired. You know, it's like dropping off the kiddo, going out there, working driving home commute like I've not done commuting for a while and it's not really fun I don't miss it as it turns out but I do listen to more podcasts now I've been listening to Tim Ferriss's podcast and he's you know he's so cool he's always got such fascinating things to say and do and he's always, he's really good at breaking things down to like the core principles or strategies or thoughts that Give the most bang for your buck, in a sense, you know the that Pavarotti principle, the eighty twenty rule, he uh, Preto principle, sorry, Pavarotti, um, yeah. So yeah, I've been listening to his show; it's really cool. And then what else am I doing? I don't know. I feel like I've got so many things. It it, it, compress, it compresses time in such a weird way because. Now, when I get home, it's already six o'clock, so the kiddo is only awake for an hour and a half, and I still am training jujitsu. I did miss a a day or two—I think a day last week—and that's rough because you know I gotta do it to stay in shape. It's really—it's not gonna happen otherwise. (laughs) It's very challenging if I don't have that motivation and that butt kicking happening for me. So I gotta go at least three days a week for my own personal health to be able to be the best for for everyone around me so i'm not grumpy too and it's awesome i love it so it's you know something i look forward to but with that that means i'm only seeing bradley and elena tuesday and uh, you know tuesday wednesday friday nights which is good but it's um it definitely means these kind of projects these other things i have to be really focused on i can't i i can't haven't been able to stay up as late as i used to and i used to stay up all night and work on stuff and crank out stuff and and i'll probably get back there it's probably just the the scheduling change here but anyway i want to keep you posted on that change that's been huge um so i still want to keep rocking and rolling this podcast and having amazing people share their insights and life philosophies and all that good stuff that's Something that's really fun. I also want to share that I got another book in production, the second in the Social Floor Expert series, and that's cool because some of these stories are insane. You guys will not believe it. Um, the life and death experience that that one uh, that Jules had, and she actually was on the podcast last week and shared some of that. And so that'll be in the book, and then yeah other i can't even think of right now i've got the the last one in my hands and it's so pretty i'm so excited and i'm i am gonna do a revision before i release the physical copy out but i have the demo or the galley uh physical edition in my hands and the colors are so pretty and i'm so excited because it's a cool small size so it like literally fits in my back pocket and you can just read it quick and kind of keep it with you kind of thing. The, the stories are real short and and powerful, potent. That's kind of, that's you know, I like that. I like not a lot of fluff, you know what I mean? And saying more with less. <laughs> so with that said, I wanted to share with you guys one of these... Uh, it's like I kind of want to share a story, but I kind of just... Uh, I think I'll just kind of give you a review. I just wanna do like a little overview so you just know what this is all about. And if you have a Kindle or you have a reader, you can actually get it in Amazon. I think it's a buck ninety nine on the Kindle. And it's a Finder Flow, Social Flower Expert Series number one, where you can search Winston Wittis on the pod or on in Amazon for the books and you should see see it there. So pick up a copy if you haven't already. But the physical copy, very excited. So, um I wanted to just kind of go through it cuz I think it's really cool. Chris, my good buddy Chris Wesley is a writer and poet and he did a chapter and he he's actually had a crazy life. Like he's told me about his childhood and if you didn't know him, you would think he's just totally full of it because it's just so absurd the kind of stuff that he Experienced when he was a kid, his dad used to jump out and beat him, like physically beat him. And uh, he he explained his dad is a, a sociopath and and just was trying to make him a sociopath. Just um, you know, so he had all this anxiety and fear and just crazy and say Seth I can't get into it you know it's his story but if you've um, he, and there's a podcast with him, look up the Chris Wesley podcast when you go to the site findyourflow.com forward slash podcast and look up the chris chris Wesley interview it's it's really crazy and so anyway in this in his chapter he talks about his experience growing up and wanting to play music and you know feeling this deep, Like passion, like he wanted to do it and play it, and he finally got an instrument, and nobody would play with him. You know, he was—he knew he was supposed to do this. He knew he was supposed to play music. He felt it deeply in his soul. He had this really rough life, you know, and his his best friend didn't think he was ever going to be good enough to be able to do it professionally or do, you know, do what he wanted to do. And none of the other musicians around wanted to play with him. And, you know, he, so that was his situation. He, and it gets, it's crazy. I mean, I, again, I don't want to go too much into depth, but it's its really, he talks about all the challenges before he could even, just having the guitar first, he was practicing, but then his family came back Part of his family had to move back in, and they had to share a room and so he couldn't even play music in his room anymore. so there was years that went by he wasn't even able to do this thing that he wanted so badly to do that he had to do, but overcoming the obstacles and during those challenges was what gave him the 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 talent and the the real gut, the, <laughs> the grit, you know, that he had inside was able to be sharpened and be honed to be able to overcome these obstacles. If he hadn't gone through these, those kind of challenges, he wouldn't have been the person he is today. He wouldn't have been able to do what he's been able to do. And so his whole thing, you know, is are your obstacles going to be your curse or will you choose to make them your blessing? And that's, I think that's a lesson that I I can connect to because I know I've had challenges as we all have, I you know, I'm, and I'm sure you've probably had some that you've been like, dang, how did I survive that? How did I get through that? Or maybe you're going through that right now even and you're just like, how am I going to get through this? How will I, will there ever be a light side? Will I ever be able to, you know, look back on this and laugh and I want to say to you, yes. You, you just start imagining yourself when you have a quiet moment. Project yourself into the future. Maybe it's even just a little bit. Maybe it's like tomorrow. Maybe it's a year from now or five years from now. And look back on yourself and try to see whatever you're going through in that from that perspective. How might this possibly become an obstacle? That's just a stepping stone for you to become that bigger version of you that more wise more patient more forgiving more loving more in the moment version of you and how are the challenges and the things that you faced or are facing how did they help you to sharpen yourself to be and become that person (sighs) okay that's kind of long-winded and crazy and (laughs) all that good stuff so Hit the, hit the music. I'll be right back. Okay, okay. So we're back. So thanks for sticking with me. So I wanted to share with you another chapter from the book. This is from my friend Avery Melcher. And Avery is super cool. She is a she's a bicyclist and a blogger and a copywriter and she likes to travel around the world by bicycle and she was on the podcast as well you can look up her her episode was I don't remember the number but Avery Melcher and she shares with you for those of you who are interested in traveling or just like to be an armchair traveler which is a a term I learned not that long ago for people that like to watch other people travel, and I think that's cool. I'm down with that. I, you know, I'm not a big time traveler myself, but I think it's cool for people who do like to travel. And uh, um, she t- gives suggestions for how to be able to do that, how to be able to outsource yourself in a sense, be able to try to gain some freedom from, it, you know, a day job or being stuck at a place. How to be able to maybe work in some flexibility and be able to do some traveling and work abroad so she shares some really cool actually actual tips techniques that you can try and try to use to to experience that for yourself if you're into that so that's a really fun chapter and then i got my friend g g's uh, g i met through um Jiu-Jitsu. He's actually one of my teachers on Monday night. One of the instructors there. He currently is a fourth degree brown belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu under Professor Hedges Lebre, and he is a you know he's awesome world champion Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu fighter, and jeez uh, geez world class. He's he's super cool. So he's my bro. He wrote a cool chapter about about some, you know he just being a world champion and being a pan-american champion and a national champion and what what kind of things you learn how he the kind of mindset and the kind of things that helped him to get into the zone or flow state while he was performing this you know while he's achieving this and competing at these high levels and the people he's learned from while he's been on that journey as a martial artist and it's really cool because you know I've personally learned so much from him training and technique wise and also just his 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 story is really amazing too he came from Brazil and was you know really just poor broke you know like came here with practically nothing and now he's got a business selling mattresses and he's got a place to live and it's just like it's he's the american dream you know he's he's done it and is doing it and he's not like you know retired yet but he's on that trajectory you know he's hustling it and he's making a, a run at it and he he doesn't he doesn't take it for granted you know he he recognizes the opportunity and i think sometimes people forget the opportunity because it's so it's so easy to get jaded sometimes. There's so much crazy stuff going on. And so much, you know, it's like sometimes I feel like for myself, I and even just the other day, gosh darn, I was on YouTube um, trying to upload some videos for for real estate listing, actually, trying, <laughs> for uh, investment property I'm, I'm selling. And um, not my own, but uh, as an agent, I'm a, a licensed agent for those of you who don't know and um it and in one of those thumbnails you know there's some thumbnail of like oh they show all the different things you could watch on there and it's an instant karma was the title of it and it had this really graphic i mean yeah it wasn't like that still shot was graphic itself but it was um about to be graphic like you you know if you just were looking at it and you saw the situation it's like that's really screwed up and yeah it's instant karma like whatever that person's about to do that's a horrible thing they're gonna get theirs but it's like it's one of those things you can't unsee you know it's like it was it's just so uh I just worry about humanity when I see that kind of crap. Like, what the F are... You know, it's like... It would be so... E- not Yeah, it would be so easy to just be like, we're screwed, you know. we We treat each other like crap. There's no hope for the human race. Like, we're trashing our own planet, the place that we live. We, you know, do all these messed up things and so unconscious and we're you know the way we treat animals is horrible and um unconscious you know it's like there's so many things to get frustrated with or upset about the political system is a freaking circus and and there's these big crazy overtones of of programming going on that I, you know like i was really watching that kind of stuff and for a long time, it, it was just, okay, so what am I even talking about for those of you, like, what tangent am I on? Okay, so programming at the at the the big, so, okay, so I watched this um, interview with Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins and this guy, Alex Jones, who has a podcast and a show called you know Info, Infowars.com, Infowars.org. Uh, something Infowars, I know that, and you know a lot of people be like, "Oh, that's all cons- conspiracy theory BS," and or like you know put on your aluminum hat and this and that. But here's the thing, like the way I see it, it you it's it's worth just checking out <laughs> if you check it out with an open mind. There's some valid points there for sure, and one of those things. Is I don't want to go down that path necessarily, but it reminded me and kind of made me more aware and remember certain things about the media, different main media channels. For instance, we get mailed to our house US Magazine or US Magazine. I don't even know it. I think it's US Magazine. And we've never paid for that, we never ordered that. But obviously, we fit the profile, or they assume we fit the profile um of people that would subscribe to that magazine. So they mail it to us. Or maybe not even people that would subscribe to it, but that the marketers or advertisers in that publication that we would be ideal customers for them, you know? So if they're able to get their message in front of us, we would be likely to buy. So I have no doubt that we're on a marketing list or you know, we we were picked out by being able to you know be a targeted targeted list of consumers who would fit that profile. So anyway, they sent. Point being, they send this magazine to us for free, and we get it. And I, when I see it, I throw it in the trash because I I freaking hate it because it's like it's visual spam in my house, you know. And I see the messages that are on it, and you 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 may also be and they do of course try to get you to to subscribe you know the little flyers in there say, like, hey, this is your last episode, but then they keep sending them, so it's like, yeah, you know what, like stop sending them for real anyway, but they're sitting there, and sometimes, yeah, I do look through okay, being honest, that's what happens, and yeah, I know Elaine because I see it open or sitting around, and that's why I see it, and then it's like, oh well, what is so and so wearing to the Golden Globes today and you, you see these things, <laughs> you see these things, and um, it's very. Some of it's very subtle. So for, for one that really just it just jumped out at me before, and then it it, it happened in another place, and that's when I was really like, wow, this is this is very interesting. So there's this one segment in it, and maybe it's not Us Magazine. We get some other one too that, that I don't remember what it is, but it's the same kind of thing, like some kind of spam magazine. They're just like giving to us for free because they because try to program us no because they're trying to make money which who can blame but here's the point so there's this one page or two pages it's so a like a you know two page spread and it shows celebrities and it shows them doing you know, everyday random stuff, like, oh, and and it says like, celebrities, look, they're just like us, taking the dogs for a walk, spilling a soda on the sidewalk, doing their laundry, wearing baggy sweatpants, and the whole unsaid but implied message is these people are better than you, they are gods, you should look up to them. You should hope and wish and pray that you could somehow be as good as them. But look, they're just like you. Oh, they're just like us. Isn't that sweet? Oh, they come down to our level. And I know some some people out there might be saying, Winston, you are taking this way, way out of context. And I would say you're freaking brainwashed or you're not paying attention. You know, like wake up because that's exactly what is being applied. And interestingly enough, I saw that same exact message on, oh yeah, blow it now, forget the source. Anyway, it'll come to me, but I was, uh, oh, maybe it was um, through the Billy Corgan, no, you know what, it was one of my friends, my friend Roman actually up in San Francisco posted something on Facebook and it had the same, it had that same phrase that look, they're just like us and it had some picture of a celebrity crying at a movie or something like that. That's what it was, yeah. And it's like, these... If 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 we are putting celebrities on a pedestal, if we are subconsciously believing that they are gods or superior to us in some way, or they're happier than us, they have everything that we want and could ever hope to want, and the only way to get it is to buy product X, or to take pill Y, or to own... LMNOP car or to you know drink this product and that's how you might possibly be able to be closer to one of these gods you know these gods walking on planet earth that we're so lucky to be able to see and I don't blame the celebrities for this I'm not in you know it's that's not it at all it's just that they are pawns in a bigger picture and it's kind of like they have to play the game in a sense to it I think it's a fine line. I'm speculating here. I realize that friends. Um but to be able to it's not all speculation. That's not true. It's it's partly experience and I haven't obviously I'm not like an A-list celebrity or anything or even a D list celebrity but I I see the trajectory of how some of these things go in a sense. Meaning when it's like a fine line or a balance of if you're trying to let's say you're trying to build a business right and or a brand and you want to sell it right you want people to pay you money for a shirt with your brand on it or a bottle of water that your company produces or whatever whatever your widget is or your service is you want and need People to buy it from you, right? To get money. If you have a if you have a job, then it's a little different. But you're selling your time at that point, or your expertise, or your service. You know, your work hours. So, so at some point, you if you're but if you're in business for yourself, like an artist, for example. or a business owner it doesn't work as much with an employee kind of situation but you need customers how do you do that an ideal way is to build your brand or build your what people know about you or your company or your service you have to build that awareness you have to build the trust and the relationships that they want to buy it from you that they trust you that you're going to provide a valuable you know a valuable service or product that is worth the money that they're going to pay for it if you do a good job and you do it well and you or you know produce and deliver that well then they'll buy from you again ideally right so that's one thing that can really boost that is celebrity right or being published in a magazine that people read and then they learn about you or seeing you on tv and getting that credibility and doing these promotional things and these pr events and so when you're doing that stuff, you're putting yourself out in the public eye. People are starting to see you, they're starting to hear about you, they're starting to know who you are and what you're about. And the more that people see that and do that, the more they feel like they know you. And now you're you know, more recognized and more credible and your business is doing better, your brand's doing better, people are buying into you more, they're buying into your products, they're buying into your services. And the more that happens, the more you grow, the more your business grows, the more your bank account grows, the more people whose lives you're able to touch now because you're able to influence more people more people care about what you have to say. More people are sharing your message that they learned or heard from you with other people. And you become more influential. You become more powerful. Your, your opinions have more weight now because more people are on board with you. And that gives you more momentum and more leverage with things. So if you are in the celebrity type position and you reach a certain level where in order to get to that next level you kind of have to break into the mainstream but all the mainstream channels are owned or operated by people that have have you know that own those channels from the corporate certain corporations or companies that that own and can decide who gets into these mainstream channels well that's that's a very interesting situation right because if I own, I own Finder flow, right? That's my platform. This is my, my little world. If you don't like my show, you don't have to listen to it, right? If you like my show, you listen to it. And I have loyal listeners out there. I know it's not huge numbers, but that's okay. Because the people that I'm speaking to, I know are people that, that think for themselves. You know, people that are sheep don't listen to my freaking show, right? This is like, it, they just don't. I know that. So if you're a thinking person and and you're a celebrity, let's say, right? And I've gotten as big as I can get with, you know, being on Winston's podcast and being on these other podcasts and hustling and doing this, you hit this kind of this kind of level where it's like, okay, to go to the next level, you have to be have certain things in place. You have to have certain level of credibility and brand awareness and know-how and you have to know how to play the game at that level. And the game is different because now there's bigger players and they don't play it for free it's business right follow the dollar what's who's paying for all this stuff who's producing that show who's buying the airtime who owns the freaking physical studio who owns the tower that broadcasts the radio stuff you know where's the money come from that supports these kind of structures and why do you hear the same ten radio songs on the radio all day because like what's why does why does it work like that why is the stuff that you see? On the news, all the negative, worst stuff of humanity. When we know that overall, and despite my rant that I had earlier, we like I truly still believe people are good, and they are. I know they are. And yeah, there's there's wackos out there, and there's messed up, you know, people doing messed up things for sure. But the vast majority of us mean well and do our best and care for other people. I truly believe that, and that is boring. That doesn't sell anything. If I'm talking about happy, fuzzy people all the time, you know, it's, there's not enough controversy in that for mainstream America. It's not going to grab anybody out of the freaking coma, food comas or the, you know, brainwashed trance of the mainstream media to, to get them into a buying state. You know, for that, we have to have certain like things that grab our attention and bring it and keep it long enough that we can then sell you a product that's the idea that's how it works right so back to celebrities if we're if at that point they become fetishized you know in the media it's like oh what's so and so doing today oh my god did you hear about what you know this chick did with that guy and like oh and it's so dramatic and so like it it's so insane and it's easy to get caught up in, you know, it's, it's very sensationalized and very, it it's not their first rodeo, you know, they've been doing it for a long time. And it's, it's marketing, it's marketing and marketing can be used for good or evil. That's my, like, I've, I've seen it go and I've done marketing for people that had the best of intentions, but stuff still blew up and went And I've seen that go down and it's not pretty. And I was not happy that I was a part of it. But I didn't realize how stuff could go bad until it was too late. And, you know, that was a learning lesson that I experienced. And that's why I try to be careful with things I market now and the things I say and do. Is to be able to make sure that I'm promoting things I really believe in and that I know can be delivered in a responsible way. And... I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm just, so, oh man, where did I even, how did I get way over here? <laughs> I don't have anybody else to keep me grounded right now, friends. So I'm just bouncing this, I'm just off in space. But I hope some of that stuck. So the point being, the, okay, back to uh, the bigger level kind of programs that are running. So here's the thing. We know, you and I know, that what we focus on expands. Where attention goes, energy flows, right? Our attention is literally creating our experience of reality. Whatever my five senses are focused in on, that is the information that is processed by my limiting process, limiting ability limited ability to process all the huge amounts of information going on around me at all times into something that I can comprehend and interact with being, you know, through my vessel, through my avatar, that is my physical body operating in a physical time space. As this reality of physical matter is flowing through space as the universe expands, which is also... Flowing through time, right? Time is this physical matter moving through space. And I, Winston, the part of me that is the ego part of me that is operating within this time space that, you know, knows I have to wake up in so many hours to go to work and do these things to be able to provide and be able to eat and drink and have shelter. To be able to do these things, I have to be aware of of operating within this time space. We're in 2016 and, you know, being aware of my surroundings, right? Being conscious of what I'm physically doing. And to the extent that I'm more aware of the part of me that is outside of time and space, the part of me that is never-ending, that has no beginning, that is constantly evolving and changing and growing and expanding... Is cannot be directly expressed in the physical world because it simply is all of it and none of it at the same time. It is not something that can be brought down into physical form but can be alluded to. It cannot be directly expressed except through in Art and symbols and things that allow us to get outside of the limited perspective of the mind of the Winston for me. And then you have your own, you know, small version of you, which has a name that you go by and that you identify with and lives within, you know, this certain neighborhood. And that, you know, wears these kind of clothes and speaks this kind of dialect and, and, you know, has this kind of profession and is these things that, that you identify as you there is that smaller version of you and then there's that part of you that is never ending that is everywhere and everything all at once and is outside space and time and on that that vibration there is it's all of it it's it is it just is we can't we can't even talk about it because it's like words just are symbols that we use to communicate thoughts and ideas but that is something we can only kind of look to and it's only at the point where you're able to let go of the, the mind, the voice inside, and the thoughts that you can start to connect to that endless part of you. The part that doesn't start talking in, over the quiet spaces. The part that's just outside the physical sense of vision. Just outside the sounds that you may or may not hear in the background. It's deeper into the silence, and as those thoughts might arise or the worries of that, you can let them go and just float away and recognize that those aren't you. The thoughts are not you. You are not your thoughts. And the mind has ways to bring us back to it, you know, jumps in with, oh, but remember we got to do our taxes, oh, we got to, you know, pick up the kids, oh, we got, those are all the things that... That the mind takes care of or helps us to, you know, ground us back here in the physical reality so that we can be here physically present as well as mentally present. And by being present, we are giving our life force, our awareness, our true selves, the creators within each of us that is, each of us expressing that creative energy, that creative life force into this physical reality, bringing about the kind of physical realities that we want by directing our life force energy, the inner energy that is the creative force within us, bringing it into a physical reality and creating it, and 90-something percent of us aren't aware of that to the full extent, and probably even more of us than that, because the more that we are becoming aware of that as individuals, that starts to change our own individual life, it starts to change our environment, it starts to change our communities, our relationships with the people around us. And as we do that as individuals, and we start to be able to create our own experiences consciously, then we don't watch things that we know are contributing to the dumbing down of our culture of our society of our planet and we start to redirect our attention to the things that are uplifting and empowering and unifying our the people and the species of our planet and by doing that we we turn on a light and that light becomes light is it it is you know if you want to say god or pure information and energy or you know (laughs) Uh, the illum- illumination, you know, uh, gosh, uh, just it is light is a particle and a wave, friends, right? So we have light that if it's in space time, it travels at the speed of light, right? And if it's outside space and time, it is instantaneous. It is. It just is. OK, so the the relationship of a physical object traveling through time and space the energy of that is it's the more of its energy that is concentrated through physical time and space the less it becomes <laughs> oh man I'll, I'm going to come back to that, but not in this episode. I'm I'm going to draw it out because to just go off on this, I, I like to, to draw this out and see what's going on. But I appreciate you guys sticking with me. Because <laughs> it it's going to get good. It's stuff that I really find exciting. I mean, maybe it's not going to get good. Maybe you're like, this is where Winston lost it. This is where he just took it to a whole different crazy place. And, you know, his crazy ass should not... You know, we're not going to listen to him anyway. Hopefully that's not the case. Um, because this is, for me, the stuff that gets where it gets really exciting. So to get back to the point. What was the point? Was there a point? Yes, kind of, there was a point. The point being, the more that we direct energy, the more aware of that direction of our energy, of our attention... Right, if we're not aware of the external forces at play and not not to say like necessarily that there's conspiracy you know to to make us do this certain thing, even if there's not, let's say there's not, okay, then it's still up to each of us to be aware of outside influences, right, if you have a friend and that friend is telling you hey you know let's go drink let's go drink and they get you drunk and they're like okay now let's go now drive me across town now drive me and they're like pressuring you or like convincing you that it's a good idea that person is not a good influence right they're misleading you into danger potential danger for you for everyone on the road you know, financially if you if you're fortunate enough to not hurt yourself or anyone else, you get caught you drunk driving, now your whole financial game is screwed up, you know, it's just a bad scene, right? So to have someone like that, you would recognize them as like, hey or hopefully you would like. Hey, this isn't a good person to be spending time with. This is not a good place to be spending my energy or my life focus or my attention. You know, I I don't want to create that reality. I know what happens if I do fo- continue to focus on this kind of reality of like, oh, I'm gonna go to the bar and drink. Oh, I'm gonna go party. And I'm not saying that's bad. You know, I'm I'm not judging at all. I, I've done that for you know I did that for years. Um, but you know, there's. It, I think you guys get what I'm saying. I don't want to. I hate having to freaking politically correct talk to like I just hate that crap so anyway point being if there are companies even let's just say you know let's say I'm a company I want to sell more product I know that if I make you feel insecure about something of yourself that I can more easily sell you more product and my whole purpose in life with this company is to make a profit and i don't care who it hurts or how how they truly feel about it then that would be an ideal way to go about doing it i would find hot celebrities people that other people look up to and i would use i would you know try to just help make people Feel insecure with, it. <laughs> you know, that you got to create a need, right? If somebody doesn't feel like they need your product, they're not going to buy it. Okay, so does that make business owners horrible? No, no. What do we, okay? But the point being, yes, he's coming to the point, I think. We'll see, we'll see. He hasn't done it yet. Don't get too excited. Okay, the point being, if that reality that they are painting for you is either inaccurate like it's not real that you you can't (sighs) i lied i'm not getting to the point i don't know what the point is i'm just hoping it just comes to me and i'm just like boom here it is you you probably already know what I'm trying to say, and you're just like, yeah, we know. Move on already. Fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume, or I'm going to have faith, or I'm going to choose to believe in my reality that the people <laughs> that this message was meant for are hearing it loud and clear. Amen. That's it. That's all I have to say. And with that, friends. I wish you massive success and stick-to-itiveness and overcoming obstacles and believing in yourself and knowing that you are valuable and that you are here for a reason and we're rooting for you. And until next time, my friend, be flowing.